Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Milestones for Miles Flown, a place for stories, advice, bragging, and gripes. I am your host, Jeremy Fennell, and today's episode is an advice episode. We will be covering how to get started and becoming a frequent flyer. First thing I want to make very clear is that it doesn't happen overnight, guys, so just please be patient. There are a lot of motivations and options to weigh when determining your path. As I travel and I talk to people and explain my life and my job, so many people ask me, I want to travel, but I don't really know where to begin. I keep hearing people talk about miles and points, and it's all so overwhelming. They say, look at you, you have nearly 2 million miles. How does that even happen? Well, as a frequent flyer, I'm here to help you take your first few steps. So in order to understand and formulate a game plan, we must first start by figuring out your goals. Are they domestic travels for leisure? Domestic travels to see friends and family? Are you going to be bringing friends or family? Or just traveling alone? Are you looking for long-haul international flights to see the world? International flights to see your heritage? What class? Are you looking to fly coach? First class? Business class? The elusive Delta One? How often are you going to fly? Are you looking for one trip a year to get home for the holidays? Or multiple trips a year to utilize all your vacation? You have many decisions to make and it's up to you. Just remember that no two goals are the same, nor any goal wrong. Once you've established your personal goals, we can then formulate a game plan, and it's time to align them with an airline. The first question you should ask yourself would be, where do you live and what are the easiest airports for you to fly in and out of? The closest airport may not be the best option. If you have multiple airports near you in opposing directions, or if you live within driving distance of a large city, those may be even better. Look at your local airports and see if you live near a hub. Every airline has a few hubs that the small airports travel to and from, and these hubs fly you just about anywhere. For example, Delta has Atlanta, Minneapolis, Detroit, New York, Salt Lake City, Los Angeles, and Seattle. United has Chicago, San Francisco, Newark, Washington, D.C., Houston, and Denver. American Airlines has Dallas, Chicago, Charlotte, Philadelphia, Miami, New York, and Washington, D.C. These are a few examples of how to establish your airline. Once you've established your airline, it's time to join the masses. Whether it's Delta's Sky Team, American AA Advantage, or United's Mileage Plus, Alaskan's Mileage Plan, or Southwest Rapid Rewards, just to name a few. At this point, I would like to say congratulations. You have now joined your airline and became a member. Now, rule number one when you talk to any frequent flyer is the rule of anti-diversity. Any high-ranking frequent flyer will tell you to remain and stay loyal. Your end goal is to earn free flights, so saving $25 to even $75 a flight by flying a different airline will not help your bottom line. 100,000 miles will get you a round-trip flight to most places, and that's the goal. The same 100,000 miles across 10 different programs will get you 10,000 miles apiece, which will not get you very far. Maybe not even a flight at all. If you're wondering how to get a boost of points or easy ways to accumulate, nearly every airline these days has a credit card. Most airlines offer some pretty significant startup boosters, especially if you're willing to be patient. I have seen offers of 75,000 miles just for signing up. Hotels also offer credit cards some with significant point boosters, and some even give you preliminary first-year status. My friendly disclaimer to all those who need it, and you know who you are. Just remember, always use your credit card as if it's your own money, and do not fall into debt. If you are not good with credit, maybe pass that responsibility to your significant other. 
If you're acting responsibly, this could potentially boost your credit score while earning you points and miles. Many of these credit cards offer bonus miles or points for airfare, rental cars, hotels, dining, supermarket, drugstores, or even gas. You just have to figure out what the best way to acquire those miles and points are. And just remember to always pay them off at the end of the month so you're not paying interest or worse. Now that you've established your air carrier, let's look into lodging. Similarly with airfare, your destination and goals will determine your loyalty. Will you be staying with friends or family? Mostly free. Will you be hiking or camping? Going to more remote, desolate small towns? Large cities? International hotspots or international hidden treasures? All of these decisions will help you gather a sense of which hotel chain is right for you. Not all hotel chains offer the same opportunities when leaving the United States or going internationally. Additionally, international small towns may be even more difficult to figure this out, which is why it's so important to really understand your goals and aspirations. Some of the most popular are Hilton H Honors, Marriott's Bonvoy, Holiday's IHG, Comfort Inn's Choice Privilege, or many others. And remember, most programs have a large number of partners and subsidiaries. Frequent flyer status takes time on the road, so don't get frustrated and just move forward one mile at a time. But the easiest and most important thing you can do is just start. Without starting, you're not earning. If you're not earning, then your vacations are slipping away. This has been your advice for the week. From Milestones for Miles Flown, I'm your host, Jeremy Finnell. For more stories, advice, bragging, and gripes, please stay tuned, like, follow, and subscribe. Keep your eyes on the horizon and feet off the ground.